Welcome to Casual Swinger. If you're under 18, the following podcast is not appropriate for you. The subjects and language are for mature audiences only. If you're not mature in nature, just make sure you're old enough to vote. We don't take ourselves seriously, ever. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any opinions or statements made on this podcast, our website, or our blog. It's all in fun, folks. This isn't Dr. Phil. Now, consider yourself the listener properly advised. everybody welcome back to casual swinger my name's mickey and i'm mallory i'm assuming it's back because everybody who listens to our show at this point is probably a repeat offender right on welcome back y'all <laughs> right so this episode's called damn that was fast yeah it's also a reflection of our morning's ex christmas oh, <laughs> oh that cut me deep that's what this episode's all about is premature ejaculation yeah right? sure. i'm gonna give you guys some tips sure. on how not sure. to ejaculate prematurely ejaculate ejaculate but a new word. Ejacovate. Mm. Mm. I just think about Barbara Bush. What? Yeah. That, I'm so confused. You have to remember I'm hungover very much today. So yeah. I'm a little slow on the uptick. I think about Barbara Bush and my orgasm goes. Mm. Okay. So what you did is you teed yourself up to use your sound effects. I could have said. Excellent. I don't Great. Know. I don't know. It was the prime minister of England, Margaret Thatcher. She was hideous too. Mm. What was it? Janet Reno. That's Ooh, another good one. Yeah. Right. Or what is it? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Think about her and your erection will not. Just no. You probably lose your erection completely. It's not like you won't even come. It'll just be. You're looking at me like I've masturbated to this or something. <laughs> I don't know what you masturbate to. <laughs> I asked you what kind of porn you watch. You're like, it's all tentacles. In my head. All tentacles. Tentacle porn. <laughs> Who here likes tentacle porn in 2020, folks? So this is our last episode of 2019, I folks. I can't believe it, man. Neither can I. This is insane. Like, it went so fast. It really did. It really did. And we had a, a really great year, which we'll get into some of the highlights and, and talk about, you know, what we're looking forward to in 2020 here shortly. But it really did. It was like a blink of an eye this year. Yeah. And you blink and you miss it. And, you know, one of my friends actually talked about this not too long ago. I was bitching about how much faster time moves. And because he's a total nerd, he's like, oh, and that's just because you're getting older and you have more days in your life. So it's a smaller percentage of your life. And I'm like, really, motherfucker? I was just saying time flies. And you had to go and give me the scientific reason for it. <laughs> like you have that clock above your head that's ticking down mm -hmm. to death day or something? It's my doomsday clock. <laughs> right? Either that or till the beans kick in. So whatever. glad I'm younger. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. We, I'm not going to start calling us an age gap couple anytime soon. No, no. No, but, you know, it's, I, I swear to God, it feels like yesterday was our Halloween episode and we were doing spooky, scary stuff, and now, boom, New Year's. Yeah, it, it happens like that every year, right? And I think it's a, just a culmination of all the things that happen between Halloween and New Year's, right? And it's another reason why there's such a huge lull in our LS activity. It is, like, between Halloween and then uh, all the lead up to Christmas and mm -hmm. now the lead up to New Year. Yeah. Everything's dead. Yeah, well, and, you know, we're... We're pretty busy. We have our Jamaica trip in November. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, Thanksgiving's a big deal. So that's literally the following week. Right. And, you know, it's funny because we're sitting here and we're talking to each other going, wow, things are so dead. But then everything, like all hell breaks loose here in like a week. Lit oh, my God. Yeah. Like, so New Year's Eve, we're spending time with uh, Frank and Sheila. Yes. Right. Sure. And I'm the really kids. happy they're coming up. I am they're too. Hoot. I love them so much. It'll be a blast. And they Frank's love our kids. Get stone. Yes. And Sheila's going to get naked. Probably. So that's pretty but, much what's going to happen. But but they're so good to our kids. Like, and they can vanilla it up for them they a can. little bit, right? They can. Except Sheila needs to shut the door when she's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> the boy walks by and he's like, oh, Sheila's here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, cover him up. <laughs> she sleeps on her belly. So it's like full, like, asshole shot. Exactly. There's the bunghole. Yeah. But, you know. Now I, CPS is going to get called. Thanks. Right. Yeah, right. Whatever. It's Our kids are older. But. You know, it's for us, I think that everything in the lifestyle is just going to go nuts. We've got Frank and Sheila coming up. We've got the double date, double your pleasure coming up this yes, weekend, that's gonna which be is a so... secret hideaway. Yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And we've got, so it's us and Swinging Down Under are hosting. Mm-hmm. And then our friends are coming as guests, which we're just blown away by. We have our naughty escapades coming. Yeah. Sapphic Swingers are coming Euphoria up. Euphoria Chronicles, which we just listened to their latest episode last night. And oh my God, I just, I didn't think I could love them more. Yeah, that was something else. I mean, it's we talked about it on Twitter. We said that the the greatest thing that you can give a creator is the your own inspiration to create from what they do. And they did an episode based on spirituality, based on this last episode we did, which, by the way, guys, huge response to that episode. I was blown away, actually, by the listener response to that episode. I was, too. I was, too. And I feel like it's a reflection of what I got out of that one-on-one conversation with those guys. It was very impactful for me. And I feel very fortunate to have that kind of dialogue, to have them be so open about it and kind of lift that veil between spirituality and sexuality and what it means and how shame came into play. And it was just, it was absolutely wonderful. Yeah. I think it was just a reflection of what a badass Mitch is. I mean, he was so just open and welcoming and kind and it just, it translated so well over the air. Mm -hmm. It just made you feel like you were talking to somebody that made you feel like whatever you are is just fine. Whoever you worship is just fine. I mean, it was just, it was so cool. And I think it really resonated with everybody that listened, mm-hmm. including our friends, Ray and Dee. So that was uh, so fucking cool. And we get to hang out with them for Double Your Pleasure. So Double Your Pleasure is a two-day event at Secrets. And what's going to happen is Friday night is single guys. And then Saturday is twinsies. So everybody's going to come in and they have to dress like their partner and get a discount. I think it's a $20 entry. So it's gonna yeah, be I can't wait to see some of the outfits. We're struggling a little bit. I have a few ideas, but we also want to make it like logical because I come up with the, the crazy shit that get, does not get us laid, like <laughs> the witch doctor makeup, which was a total fail. And then Wayne and Garth, which was really cute, but not sexy. No one wants to fucking do. I know. I know. <laughs> I so mean, I really, happen? I really, I'm looking at you going, I know this is not something you enjoy doing per se, but I, I, I need you to take the because obviously I can't handle it. <laughs> Every time I let you dress us for theme night, I don't even it's come ridiculous. close to getting any booty. I don't know why. I, I always lean towards the ridiculous. Well, it's fun. I think we're good at it. I mean, we're, we're pretty good at ridiculous, but I mean, if we're trying to hook up, we probably need to glam it up instead of goof yeah. it up. Yeah, you can dress me any any which way oh. we lose. You promise? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I swear. Hey, Just take it away. Take it. You have the reins. All right. All right. I, I got a little something to go in here. <laughs> but right on. Anyway, so Christmas was was really great. I mean, you know, not a lot of swinger stuff. We had family, and I listened to my Wade Bowen Christmas album Aww. that you got me, which I was really excited about. It was about. really good. I love that album, and it was really sweet to hear you listening to it while you're wrapping presents, which I know you hate doing, but oh, also God, I very hate wrapping presents. I hate wrapping anything. I don't like wrapping my penis. I don't like wrapping presents. It's <laughs> no fun at all. And it's very difficult. And I got you some large presents this year, which were a pain in the balls to wrap. Yeah. Yeah. I love my full leg mirror, by the way. Yeah. I Thank you, you like so it. much. You bitched about not having one for a few <laughs> years. So now but you, you also it. wrapped a few. And it was so funny to watch uh, the kid pull presents on. He's like, I don't even know, like, who are these people? Because you said to Mallory from Mickey. Yeah, I did. And he was like, what's up with these? And I looked at you and you were like doing the like eyebrow raise. Like, yeah, baby. That's right. Like, I know presents I, for Mallory. I know I can't open these in front of my folks. That's kind of what the the note was, right? So your your mom thought that they were just presents for friends of ours because, you know, our neighbors, our vanilla-ass neighbors came over. Yes. And, you know, we had presents for their crotch goblins. And then uh, they, uh, you know, we exchanged some bottles with them. And, you know, we're going to have them on an upcoming episode. I don't think we've told our listeners about that. No, they finally, so we've been talking to them about this for quite some time. And they've always had some really interesting questions that give us a perspective on what other people think about us and what we do. Kind of like those really funny memes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they finally agreed to come on the air with us. So we're going to do an interview with them in the next month or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and she kind of shot the questions over, and we're like, wow, those are really good. And They're fantastic. I think you guys are going to love this episode. I think it's going to be really informative, and it's questions Vanillas have. Yes. So Vanillas are going to sit down with us here in the Casual Swinger Studios in sunny Florida, and they're going to ask us questions that they have about the lifestyle. Correct. So this is a very much top of the funnel type of conversation where if you're new to the lifestyle or thinking about the lifestyle or maybe you want to introduce your spouse or significant other to the lifestyle, this would be a great episode to do that with. Exactly. And I think it's a great platform to educate people who know of the lifestyle and maybe haven't been in, but they just have an idea of it. And it's kind of lifting the veil Mm -hmm. a little bit because we're also going to ask them questions, too. That's true. Yeah. And this is coming in the first couple of weeks of 2020. So look forward to that, guys. 
but I guess, you know, we should probably talk about the other goings on, where we're going in this first half. Because I just oh said, gosh. first part of 2020 is going to be nuts. It Let's is talk about because it. we have Rascals coming to visit mid-January. And then God. the great couple that we met in Nin and befriended and they're amazing. Mm. I know you're, you're getting all squirmy over yes, there. Yes, says I. <laughs> they're coming to visit the end of January. Isn't that crazy? And then in February, we have our, uh, I believe our Canadians. Oh my God. Are coming to visit as well. Holy moly. So we've yeah. got rascals coming down. Uh-huh. We've got Canadians coming down. Uh-huh. We have uh, our event coming up at Secrets in a very short order. We have yes. the Rascals February hedonism trip coming up. Yeah. Do we still have our room open for that one? We do. We have a couple of rooms left for that okay. one. You know, February is a bit more expensive in terms of the rest of the year. February is one of the more expensive ones. So the rooms don't sell as fast. But what we do have rooms for and what we just opened up is Summer Swing. And that's, that's right. in June 2020. And that's with us. And this is a lifestyle-specific event that we're doing in partnership with iOS Connections. So this is all swinging all the time. This is going to be the games are going to be more sex forward. The parties are going to be a little harder. There's going to be organized playroom events. Uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on that's a little different than our typical, you know, party on fun right. time with the rascals. Right. Which it's going to be different for a reason, right? We want that to to definitely. Kind of right. And by no, by no means does that mean we corner everybody and say you have to play and do all these things no. because you're a lifestyler. That's not how we will. We just want to make sure we're opening it up to have the best experiences you want and as many as we can afford to give you. You got it. This is going to be just the open door, right? We're going to open more doors for you and give more organized events if people want to participate in Correct. So I think that's going to be super fun. And again, that's in June 2020. You can check out our Twitter feed or our webpage, Travel With Us, and see information about that Hedo trip or Rascal trips because we are selling rooms for November 2020 right now That's as true. Well. And I think they're like 80% booked. We are. We're 70% sold out wow. now. Yeah. We just opened that two weeks ago. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. November 2020 is going to be bonkers because we've Oops. added more rooms to the trip already. Yeah. So if they haven't do it, we've probably been at, at capacity already. But backing up, let's talk about May, dude. Oh my God. Podcast Palooza. In Miami. Um, that's happening in May. Yours truly will have um, a segment that we're doing. Um, I find it to be, I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie because this is really like opening up myself to other peoples and an audience. I've seen you um, do that a lot of times. What are you nervous yeah, about? I'm not talking about like spreading my legs, dude. Oh, I'm talking about sorry. my heart, my heart <laughs> um, and, and giving them a, a look inside. You know, some of the not so great things that we've experienced and some hilarious things and yeah. how we got through it together. Yeah, this is this is going to be a real when the shit hit the fan type presentation. Quite for these literally, folks. quite literally, the shit hit a lot of things. So yeah. it's uh, I think that is going to be really interesting. And you know, some of the other podcasters that are going to be at Podcast Palooza are doing some really neat interactive stage type stuff yeah. and games. Yep, I think it's going to be really cool. I can't wait to see what some of these folks do. But what you have is you have ten groups of really, really great personalities in the lifestyle that you listen to and you follow on Twitter or you listen to their podcasts. And Kate from Swinging Down Under put all this together for you to have an opportunity to go meet some of your favorite personalities, ask questions, and participate in some of these interactive panels. I think it's going to be crazy cool. And the entertainment, oh, my God, she gave me a sneak peek of some of that stuff. Yeah. Wow. I, I heard. I mean, the the variety of things that, that are offered at this event is just mind-blowing. So I'm looking forward to meeting all those people there, um, having a great time, partying it up, having, you know, some hilarious conversations and giving some insights and, I don't know, dancing with my top off. It's <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite things it, in the world to do. It is going to be a topless party, so... Well, you know, without further ado, let's let's uh, jump to our next segment here and talk about 2019. And that's really what this episode is, because damn, it went fast. This was our first full year as Casual Swinger. Yeah. It, it, it just happened so fast. Yeah, that's right. We kicked it off late 2018, mm-hmm. you know, got our sea legs by, you know, early 2019 here, I think. And it just, like you said, yeah. blink of an eye. It really does. And this community that we've built around... You know, this silly name you and I came up with sitting here, right here in the Casual Swinger Studios in beautiful, sunny Florida. Uh, you know, we we were just sitting around talking about who we are and we're casual swingers. And then here we are. I mean, it's it's a thing. And we we see people. I mean, remember the sunglasses we saw on the floor of the store? Oh, my gosh. That was so funny. I am. I know 
that somehow I've trained myself to do this at this point because of everything we've done this year. But there was someone dropped a white pair of sunglasses and I looked at the side. I'm like, is that a casual swingers hat? It sure did look like it anyway. And of all places, we're in a, a, a Christian owned uh, store. Retailer. We were a Christian retailer. They were not casual swinger glasses. They were definitely not, but the irony would have been fantastic. Out of this world. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find us and we'll bounce out of here and come back with Damn That Was Fast, a year in review. <laughs> Sweet. We're Casual Swinger everywhere, folks. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SLS, SCC, Quiver, Double Date Nation, and Cassidy. Have a question? Reach out to us at podcast at casualswinger.com. Want to travel? Hit us up at casualswinger.com and click travel with us. Awesome. We'll be right back after this. You've been listening to Casual Swinger. Welcome back, everybody. This is Mallory with Casual Swinger. I'm Mickey. All right. So let's get into the meat of our discussion today. We were reflecting over the holidays at, you know, 2019 and, and started having conversations about 2020 and what that looks like for us. So we thought we'd share some of that conversation with you guys. Yeah. Instead of going back and just kind of playing old episodes that you've probably already listened to, we thought we'd talk about some of our top lifestyle moments from 2019, right? Yes. And because... I think it's an evolution for everybody in the lifestyle. I think we all kind of start out in the same place, dipping our toes in back against the wall, the club or the house party. Mm -hmm. And, and everybody's lifestyle journey is different. Some people Absolutely. go acid or tea kettle into the pool and some people go really slow and start out soft swap and just watching. And then, you know, 10 years later, you know, they're hosting gangbangs. <laughs> well, and everyone's journey is a little bit different. And I think when I reflect on ours over the last, you know, 13, 14 years, it's it's a waveform, right? We have our highs and our lows and our lulls and, you know, we're, you know, we're just so busy that it's hard to, to find time to meet other people. It really is, especially, you know, as we travel. And that's, you know, one of the things I thought about putting in my list, but it's not in my list. So I'll talk about it for a second is, is maybe having, you know, opening ourselves to more travel interactions, both with living in Orlando and with our traveling like that's, having some more lifestyle experiences that are on the road. That's interesting. That's actually in my list. So oh, let's get back to that. Yes. Okay. We'll come back. So, to that so let's explain what this list is. So guys, I'm going to, I've asked Mickey and I've done this for myself. What are the top, like you said, three lifestyle moments of 2019 that are highlights for you? Wow. And you tell our listeners a little bit about yours. All right. Well, I think for me, number one, hands down is all the listeners that we met this year. Right. I mean, if I had to say the number one thing in 2019 that was just transformative for me and my opinion of what we do, you know, uh, initially when we started this thing, I, we kind of said whatever the hell we wanted and just laughed and made jokes. And you can go back and listen to those episodes. And sometimes I said some things that were a little insensitive or, or you know, just kind of struck me as funny. But I realized that not everything is funny to everybody, number one. And number two, Words have a lot of power, and when you put the kind of power behind them that a podcast has, you can affect a lot of people really quickly. So I had to get really careful really fast with some of the things I said, but meeting some of those listeners changed me as a person and, and opened my eyes to some of the things that I wasn't sensitive to, mm -hmm. which I think was pretty big. Uh, you know. But the thing that really stood out to me is we were in the pool at Secrets this summer. We did a joint event with iOS Connections down there. And there was a couple, they were telling you your mom jokes <laughs> in the pool I, from our I episode and they didn't know who you were. And I'm so, oh, it was so slow because I was like, wow, she knows the same jokes I do. Like a total ding dong. Like yeah. it, it took the third joke for it to register. I was like, wait. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's so funny. You it came was over adorable. And, these guys are, and it's happened dozens of times this year and it's happened in some crazy places remember we were down at hito and that listener from qatar came oh up to us and gosh. said, where did you get that t-shirt yeah you know I, I listened to those guys and we're like yeah that's us this is our podcast yeah and it was like holy shit i i love that podcast and so we have a bunch of listeners in the middle east that listen on a discord server because it doesn't broadcast over there which that to me just absolutely blows me away and that means to me so much these listeners and that it resonates with them and that our show 
is a show that's about more than just having sex with people. It's a, it's something that people can really relate to, and I love that. So our listeners is my number one. I love that. Your turn. Quid oh, pro quo. are we going quid pro quo? Okay. So oh, mine, mine are dirty. I love that. I love that <laughs> a lot. So I'm dirty. the squishy one today. You really are. You flipped the script. So I have to say that my first legit single guy experience. So I've had experiences without you, right? Mm -hmm. But never intentionally in our backyard on home base, gone out alone, away from miles away from you to have my own sexual fantasy fulfilled. And I'd be by proxy yours as well. And it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it was absolutely wonderful. Um, it's going to be in my spank pink for a long time. <laughs> but that was definitely a highlight because it, it took me out of my comfort zone. So say like we've had a few experiences in Jamaica, right? But you're we're on property together. So mm -hmm. it feels very, very close where this was definitely more segregated, mm -hmm. more isolated, insulated, whatever word you want to choose. Less for that. of a curated experience. There you go. More in the wild. And more in the wild, more free form. Yeah. And it, I... It, we made it everything we wanted it to be, and it was amazing. That's I'm awesome. so glad I did it. <laughs> and I know you are, too, because you still like me to tell you the dirty stories. I'm a pervert. <laughs> there we go. Now everybody knows I'm a pervert, you know, because listening to Casual Swinger didn't tell him shit. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wait till we get the toy box today. <laughs> like, oh, he's definitely a perv. <laughs> but that's all right. All right, my turn. Nadia Nolens. Oh, yes. You know, but... Nadia Nolens was so big and so encompassing uh, that I'm going to kind of focus in on one thing, which was the podcast meet and greet that Kate from Swinging Down Under organized. Mm -hmm. I was just so blown away by all these podcasters. There were probably 30 podcasts and blogs that were represented in that building at one time. And we did it at Channing Tatum Saints and Sinners. Right. Can and I we, ask you, can I interrupt ahead. you? Were you a little intimidated by that? A lot of. Okay, good. I, so I wasn't the only one. Well, come on. When we, first of all, we got there and we, we kind of walked in. And it wasn't because of the people and how they treated us because they were amazing and so kind. It was just, oh, no. it was almost like being... Like in the midst of not royalty, I I cannot find I just the didn't words. Feel like but we I was, belonged, right? I, I was. We, were, like, we still feel fresh, right? Yeah. We were like the posers in the room, or something. Yeah, the posers, right? Because yeah. we got there and we were we got there kind of when the uh, the the schedule said to get there, right? And when we did, we were late. Late. Yeah. Like we walked in with all the people, so there was this long table with all the podcasters kind of standing at it next to their swag that they were handing out for free and, and she, you know, kissing babies and shaking hands. And they're like, oh, yeah, Casual Swinger, you go all the way down there at the end. Which yeah. we were like, cool, thanks. I mean, it didn't, that wasn't not meant to be an insult at all. We were late to the party, but they made space for us. They really and did. And Angie, who didn't know us from Adam, made a big spot on the table for all the swag that we brought to give away because we had sunglasses and all kinds yeah. of crap. Yeah, um, it was amazing. It was so cool. But the thing that I loved was how, how just how excited the listeners were. Again, I'm going to go back to the listeners, but they all came in and they were so excited to know and meet all these different people. And what my favorite thing was is they asked us, hey, have you met Swinging Down Under yet? Have you met Average Swingers yet? Have you met Euphoria Chronicles yet? Do you know where they are? I really want to meet them. Or yes. we know them and we're friends with them. Would you like to meet them? And that was so cool because it came a very familiar family-like experience that this has remained that way even once we left Nin. That podcast meet and greet, Kate hit it out of the park. Yeah. And it was a highlight of Nin for me. Yeah, there was a high-level sense of community, right? Like, yeah. it was almost like, I think this is like a new part of the tribe here. Yeah, and I don't know how we're going to do that next time. We got to do something like it. We're going to work with the folks at Nin, even if, if Kate doesn't come out. We want to make sure that people get that opportunity and the podcasters get that opportunity too because Nin's big. There's 3,000 people walking around. They say that once you see somebody, you better jump on them because you might not see them again. <laughs> That's true. Uh, note to self. <laughs> yes. Note to self. So it's funny because my number two is also Nin <laughs> for other sure. reasons. I am all about the newness and new experiences. There's something that drives me to create environments where we have new experiences because we're only afforded those opportunities maybe once in our lives. You never know, right? Mm -hmm. So I love taking advantage of that kind of stuff. And then was something new for us. I'd never been to New Orleans before. I'd never been to Naughty Nolans. Never been to any in, in any environment that's like this at all. 
So I was like a little kid in a candy store. My eyes were the size of saucers looking around and just trying to take it all in and appreciate everything. And I think something we did really well was we kept ourselves open to those opportunities while we were there. And lo and behold, we got to meet an amazing couple. Mm. And the last night, and we lost them twice. We saw them pretty much every day. And I'm like, okay, we have to make sure like we ha have devoted time to them because I'd like to get to know them because I get a really good, you know, sense and, and energy of those guys. And I feel oh, you like got a we sense get of along. Energy, all right. yeah. <sighs> One more time. <laughs> Do it again. And I'm coming across. No, 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 please don't. No, please don't. I was on a roll there, too. I was starting to get it. all emotional. You're doing it. Um, They're coming to visit us, too. I know. Exactly. And if we hadn't gone and we hadn't kept ourselves open, you know, we wouldn't have, we may never have met those guys. And I think they're just another enhancement to this circle of wonderful people. And I hope that, you know, what they do for us is reciprocal. You know, I just having that, that kind of friendship. I think that they're the first deal you've ever closed all on your own for us. No I, way. Yeah, I think so. No. Yeah, because you're usually like, oh, yeah, me, hi. <laughs> okay, so I'm the big I, do have the a, I do have a history of sending you in as the closer. Mm -hmm, you do. <laughs> I'm the opener. You're the closer? Yeah? Yeah. Okay, well, I see that as our typical dynamic. You're hotter than me, so. <laughs> Stop it. It works out. So that's uh, that's pretty awesome, actually. So I think we got a lot out of Nin is what we're trying to tell our listeners. Yeah, we did it. And then, like you said, meeting everybody, um, it, it to me, it was definitely a, a highlight of the year. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, number three for me is probably going to sound really contrived, and I don't mean it to, I promise. But casual toys. Uh, you know, we launched our toy site this year and it was a highlight for me, not because, you know, it's a, a way for us to make money because that's why we started it, right? We, we kicked it off as a way to make a few bucks. We don't have a Patreon. We don't charge for anything. We don't charge to come hang out with us right. uh, unless you're coming to Hedo and that's because Hedo charges us to bring you. But for me, it became something else really, really quickly. You know, we had a few folks that, that bought toys and used them as gateways to kind of enhancing their sex lives and growing as a couple and talking about their fantasies and growing together. And the number one question that we and every other lifestyle podcast get, we all get the same number one question, which is how do I get my partner into swinging? Because right. one of you has the fantasy and the other one, you haven't talked about it yet. And we just talked about this in our last episode that when you feel ashamed you're more apt either to lie or to not talk about it. Right. And I think these toys have given people a, a door and a gateway to talk about their sexuality and talk about their fantasies. And that's what I'm seeing people do that buy from casual toys. You know, we've sold an absolute ass load of male sex toys, more male sex toys than female sex toys on casual toys since we started it which is mind-numbing to me. I guess I'm not as surprised as you are. I, I think maybe traditionally speaking, you would assume that it would be a predominantly female arousal mm -hmm. um, objective there. And no, no, it's definitely not. Oh, I definitely think. not. I mean, Fleshlight has changed the game. Hot Octopus has changed the game. There's some the folks out there that are making some really neat stuff. Blush well, has made I some mean, really neat stuff. But when you think about it, like at the same time, the drivers behind, you know, pornography and, and sex toys or the sex industry in general has been male dominated for yeah, the most part. It has. I mean, I think that that's changing as far as the pornography and you know, decision making and management of it. But yeah. Well, the reason why casual I think the consumer toys is, is still heavily male. Yeah. Well, the reason why it's it's one of my favorites really is that it, it opened my mind. Casual toys changed my view of sexuality in couples and how men approach sexuality, especially with toys. Um, seeing other people's behaviors, not that I pay much attention to it because if we have an order come in, I just process the fucker. I don't pay a ton of attention to what how you guys masturbate, I promise. But I really thought of it is a place where someone could just grab a vibrator or a butt plug or a dildo. I really did not think that this would alter how people interact in their own relationships. But I've seen casual toys do just that. I see people buying and using things in, in new and innovative ways. And I mean, for example, that, that male sex toys, couples are using it, you know, during oral sex. I mean, it's just crazy. Oh yeah. That quick shot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm just, I love it. And I love that we have 
given people a resource that also helps us. It does put a couple bucks in our pocket and helps pay for some of these travels that are absolutely crazy in 2020. Yeah, so. and the softwares and productions and whatever oh, that yeah. we got going on, yeah. Oh, yeah, Adobe, Adobe just took a big chunk out of my ass for the next yeah, year. Yeah, they so. did. I love that it's part of your personal growth. That's that's Casual amazing. Toys was huge for me. That's amazing because I'm over here thinking like you're just love that other people are getting off and <laughs> it's because of you. <laughs> Hey, they could buy sex toys from a lot of places, but I would like to think we give them better service. <laughs> Get it? You give great see what, service. See what they did there? Yeah. Yeah. Lip I service. Will service you. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Your turn. All right. So this is the last one on my list, but I think this is just as important as the rest of them. Um, looking back in 2019, this podcast, what we're doing right now, is absolutely a highlight for me. The influence that it's had on other people or impacts and the conversations and dialogue we've had around subject matter that we've discussed here or subject matter to be discussed that en- has ended up on the podcast. It's helped me grow as a person. But at its core, what I love the most is the dedication of time that you and I get to have conversations with each other, to make sure we're taking that out of our schedules, sitting down, being creative together, and posing posing questions in a very neutral environment, even if you and I don't agree or see it in the same way, mm-hmm. we're Which still we able don't to. A lot. <laughs> and it, that happens a lot. I'm just, there's parts of me that are very surprised when if we had to put it like in a pros and cons list, like how are we still married? I can see the look on your face sometimes. You're like, press pause, motherfucker. We're gonna fight for a minute. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, I'm just sensitive just to tone. It's all in how you say it to me, not necessarily what you say. Because the louder you get, the less I'm listening. I promise. Mm, I have a naturally expansive voice. <laughs> I love the, just because you're louder does not make you right. That's yes, your, it does. Your favorite. <laughs> anyway, I digress. But I, I love that by way of having this podcast, you and I have grown together as a couple. And we've afforded more time for each other. Because it's really difficult with work, life, raising kids. And sometimes you take advantage or not advantage what am I thinking of um after you've been together Mm -hmm. for a lengthy amount of time sometimes you're not always cognizant of the time you're not spending together Mm -hmm. you know sometimes just occupying the same room should be enough to fill your cup and and it's not always that that way I think that it's it encourages us to think about sex mm-hmm. because as a married couple of a long time and we've been in the lifestyle a long time, there's a lot of times we just don't think about sex. We think about the party. We think about the drinks or how other people are feeling or how other people are doing. This reminds us at least every two weeks to sit down and think about our sex life yeah, and, and how we interact. And I think that has been a very handy tool for us. And has led to some more interactive exchanges between us just when it's us. It is. I think it's brought up additional fantasies. Mm-hmm. I think it's made us a little more goal-oriented. We're going to get into that in a minute. Yeah, we will. Nice segue. You're there, welcome. Bing. You know how to do this shit after a year <laughs> and a half. I'm still an amateur, but. Ooh, I like, can you make me some amateur video? I think that's on our list for next year, too. Okay, just saying. <laughs> if we're going to fuck up the word, we're going to do it right. Yeah. So what about next year? You want to go ahead and start talking about our goals for 2020? Do it. If people are still hanging with us, let's tell them what we're going to do in 2020. Now, are these these commitments or are these just fantasies? I think we're just putting them out into the ether, right? Because you have to have, you have to start somewhere. You have to have a goal. And then we'll get into like, what if these goals change? What if our goals are different? Because I I mean, we both kind of skimmed over each other's, but we didn't read too in depth because we wanted to have a very natural conversation around these. Yeah. And then do some follow up questions for each other after. All right. Let's do that. Okay, you want to go first this time since I went first last time? Yeah, sure. So a goal for me for 2020. And again, mine are usually preferred. But I want to have more girl time. I feel that I, I just have this itch that needs to be scratched deep inside of me. And I, I think I want to go out of my way to kind of service that part of me you know I'm openly and furiously bisexual and (laughs) I had that single guy experience and it got me thinking I was like there's no reason I can't do this with a girl and how awesome would that be I think the biggest problem for for girls uh, out there is that once you identify yourself as a married woman they automatically assume that I'm going to be that guy that wants to sit in the corner and jerk off and watch they don't realize they don't even give us the opportunity to say I don't need to be involved in this I 
Well, and that's for me and, you know, we're all in sales. That's overcoming an objection or an obstacle. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that we can do and I'd like to try. Oh, well, and that's that's a personal that's a personal goal for me. What about you? What's your first one for next year? That's a that's a very noble goal to serve the women of Central Florida. (laughs) It's me. You're a giver. I am a giver. All right. So what do I want? Well, this is definitely selfish, but this is my goal, so I can do it. Do it. I would like to capture more of our fun on video, whether Ooh. it's personal or yours, Oh, uh, preferably yours, uh, but I'm a total freak, and my favorite videos are, are always of you, and I only really have one, and it's really dark. Like, it just, it, it wasn't a good video, and it's old as shit, and, but it's the only one I have, and it's one of my favorites. It's like in my spank tank rotation. <laughs> so I would love to get more of that. And I think, you know, with all the sexy things we do, and other people are into it too, that it's actually kind of a fun way to bond with a couple that you have a good, strong relationship with, or mm-hmm. singles, mm-hmm. Um, if you trust each other enough to, to, you know, to create that kind of content and share it amongst yourselves with that distinct understanding that it's not going to be distributed. I absolutely love that. And I almost feel like I have to apologize because maybe one of the uh, drawbacks or, or not drawbacks, I can't talk today. I should not have drank last night. Whatever you got fucked. I did. And I tweeted about our dog because she got me all in the field. You treated her. What did you treated? You tweeted her snoot. I did. But I think I never went out of my way to really do that because I felt very self-conscious about myself. I don't like seeing myself in pictures and video and stuff like that. It's just one of those like, things that I need to work on myself and I think I'm at a point where I feel confident enough that won't be a factor at all yeah it's not for you to jerk off to it's for the rest of us okay (laughs) (laughs) okay it's for all of us out here and well you know maybe maybe certain snippets of it for you with folks out there listening (laughs) right Uh, on all right your turn all right so I would also like to continue down this path of new adventures um through this podcast whether that's traveling to different cities to, to go to a club or, or do a meet and greet or meet other podcasters or new people. I'm really loving riding that wave with you. Mm. And I, I can't frame it into specific. I just know that I want it to continue. You know, life has a funny way of changing the game on you or shifting or opening up doors. And I just, I would, I just want to make sure your foot. <laughs> I just want to make sure that you know, as we go into the new year that we have our integrity to to continue doing the podcast, you know, twice a month, right. every two weeks, and that we're doing it together and walking through these doors together as a couple. We want to defeat pod fade in 2020. Yes. So if you guys don't know what pod fade is, pod fade is something that happens to podcasts all the time. It's basically when they start to slow down in their cadence and they take longer and longer between episodes until they just stop producing episodes. Yeah. And I had that fear a little bit. I mean, we had some family tragedies and some sicknesses Mm -hmm. come up and I was scared that those lulls would put us behind the eight ball and that it would create a vicious cycle. Yeah. And I I guess I thought about that a good bit too, but I'm not too worried about that. And I think, uh, you know, you and I have similar goals because my goal, since I'm going next, is actually to grow our podcast. And when we talk about that- Interesting. Uh, it's not just about listeners because we're perfectly happy with both of you fuckers that are out there listening to the show <laughs> right now. So uh, that's not it. What I want to do is I want to make sure that we continue to grow as a variety show. Uh, Casual Swinger has been intended from the beginning. We modeled it more or less after Lucille Ball. And I love that so much. She's my hero. And it was it's a variety show. It you never know what you're going to get with us. Sometimes we get our, get our asses waxed, sometimes we have great interviews, sometimes we just talk about silly stuff, sometimes we do a song, you know, bit. We never know what we're going to do, and we want to keep it that way and we want to keep growing the podcast. And one of the ways that we want to grow the podcast is in 2020 before it's over. We will do our first meet and greet. Yes. Yes. That's, yes. That is, that Isn't is a it straight up goal. A little befuddling that we have not managed to do that yet. Well, we're so busy that was, that was part of that was part of the list from last year. It was. We didn't do it. And it's okay. We're we're out happen- of time. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. It happens. Yeah. So I, I love think, that you're continuing on, on with that goal. I think I'm, fear I'm with you. plays into it, though. If I got to be honest about what I'm afraid of with the podcast is that we will book an event and no one will show up. Kind of like your birthday party when you were like seven. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you invited your whole class and like one person showed up because their mom made them. Mm-hmm. And they were all like, hey, cartoons are on. Couldn't make it. Sorry. Yeah. that's I'll get the same excuse from Swinger. Yeah. Sorry, cartoons are on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. 
<laughs> but it, I just, I feel like uh, if we're going to do something, I really want it to have value. And, and I can give you a good example of this. And I'll tell you, two people that are really good at putting on events for people to come to are Ray and D. And they're, for example, their film Absolutely. party turned into a great thing, more than a meet and greet, an absolute blowout of an event. They're doing it again in August. Uh, those guys are great at it. Those are two folks we can take pointers from to try and build something here in Central Florida for people to come to. I absolutely love that. I've heard nothing but amazing things. And I had a little FOMO from their a little bit from their August event. And if we can squeeze it because I so want to go, I would love to be there. I hate foam parties, but I want to go see our friends. I, I'm not a big fan of foam parties, but. Yeah, I just hate I'll foam. get up in there. Yeah, I just hate foam. I don't want it in my <laughs> eyes and my, my manly bits. <laughs> doesn't sound it. as good when I call them manly bits. No, but I'm with you and I support support that wholeheartedly. Twig and berries. Yeah. Cash and prizes. Whatever. Emily jewels. Mm-hmm. All right, your turn. Um, This one's a little more broad. Boy. So in 2020, I want to expand my horizons a little more when it comes to the sexual experiences I am having. Are we talking about a gangbang? Because I can make that happen. Maybe. Maybe. I am keeping an open mind because I came to realize that when you're having these conversations with other people about like the sexual experiences they're having, I realized that I have been a little more on the mild side than I would have anticipated if I had to grade myself in a vacuum. And like, I've never done DP before. We busted that out at, at in Key West with our folks. And I'm looking around the room and I'm like, I am literally the, I might be the only chick here. All that's the girls never have done, done it, done but that. you. That's true. And I forgot about that. Why not? Like, why, what is my reservation behind this? Mm, what I am I internalizing that, that is prohibiting me? Not two penises. I, well, I know. I've had two <laughs> penises. Well, oh, like, meme to mal. Like, right? get up in there. Like, say something. Ask the questions. Am I scared that they're going to be like, no, it's not my thing? Like, mm. what am I scared of? So. I think you're scared of, you know, rook jump queen, knight jump queen, pawn jump queen, king jump queen. <laughs> king bird. No. You Sorry, know, a little history more. Of the world. Uh, you know, I've never have really had like we've traded off, but like that true um, MFM. Mm-hmm. Like we've had it, but it's been very short lived. Well, as it was part it was a part of a foursome kind of thing. Yeah, so it was just. I think you want like a straight up two guys for you. Yeah, to like please. ding round three yeah. kind of event. Yeah, right, where you just like like we're locked away for hours. You crawl away on your knees when it's over. Going, yes, no more holes can't take anymore. But your belly button's free. Yeah. So in order to enable that, what I need to do is get better about um, having frequent conversations on the instant messaging and other uh, applications that we use to connect with other people. Because usually you handle the email sites and whatnot, and I handle the the messaging part. And I've gotten a little bit better, you know, every other day, every couple of days, but I have trouble focusing on those platforms daily. And if I want those experiences, I have to participate and I have to do it more often and I have to engage more people. So that's part of my 2020 goals is to be more visible, more available and more proactive. I've said it repeatedly, like on the sites, people want to see a picture of me to know that I exist and that I'm not a troll. (laughs) That's not true. They want to talk to you. Okay. That's who I mean, that's just I've only had. I'm just Vanna, really. had 10,000 conversations with couples between, you know, Virginia to Florida. And I can tell you, everyone wants to talk to you. No one gives Aww, a shit that I live Don't make me blush. <laughs> as soon as you enter the conversation, I become dust in the wind. Yeah. Well, and in fairness, it's a it's a bad habit I have in our vanilla world, too. Mm-hmm. You do. Like, you I suck. just shoop, go dark. You do. Yeah. You're like, bye. And then they're like, oh, you're like, oh, it's August. We haven't talked to anybody since February. <laughs> So, all right. So for me, and this is my last one on this, and I do have a surprise question for you too. Uh So, Uh, but you know, we have so many wonderful friends that we've met in the lifestyle, just amazing people and some amazing couples and some great experiences, but we have this habit and we picked it up in Maryland. We only hit it off with couples that live a hundred goddamn miles away from us to a thousand miles away from us. We never hit it off with anybody that lives within a hundred miles of us. It's never happened. Not one time. Okay. That's my goal for 2020 is to meet one couple that we want to bang that lives less than two hours away. (laughs) Okay. That's fair. That's reasonable. 
I feel like it is. I don't know how I can make it happen because we have been doing this 13 years and we we never, just, ever, ever meet anybody we like that lives close. I don't know why. It's either you or me or both. We're like, nope, nope, nope. Why? Why does that happen? And I then, don't you know what, listeners, does that happen to you guys too? To reach out to us on Twitter and tell us if you have a problem with meeting couples that you click with that live so goddamn far away. It's just unreasonable. Yeah. Tell them pissed I don't off know. Them. I don't know what it is. I wish I could. Because then if you could identify where the potential issue is, you could solve a problem. Like, right? this, mommy, this is where it hurts. Give mm-hmm. me a Band-Aid. I can't give you a Band-Aid if I don't know where the boo-boo is. Well, it's right here. Well, stop poking it. It'll stop hurting. <laughs> now, so I have a question for you. Okay, shoot. And then, you know, once we get through this, we'll we'll kind of wrap up and get to Toy Box. I think Toy Box is going to be fun. That's your segment for today, folks, is Mallory's Toy Box. So what's the biggest thing you learned in the lifestyle this year? Oh, you're going to catch me on the fly? Yeah. Put me in a corner? No pressure? None whatsoever. The biggest thing I learned in the lifestyle is that there are tons of resources out there for everyone, right? It's... um. I was really impressed at the availability of other podcasters and bloggers and websites and therapists and mm-hmm. pastors for crying out loud that you can have these open conversations with um, even if you're you know not at a point where you're discussing this openly with maybe with your partner maybe that's the starting point is looking into these resources or talking to your partner or how to talk to your partner mm, I love that you know and it and the level of different resources for, you know, kinks and fetishes. And I mean, we, we've all kind of thought about them maybe a little subconsciously. And even though they're not all of my bag, you know, I was able to go out there and, and do some discovery of my own that I wouldn't have known about if we hadn't done this podcast and gotten to this place we are now. Kind of love that. It was really interesting. Yeah. yeah what like, about you? Um, you know, I think the number one thing I learned this year was that you have to ask for the business. You have to be very pointed. Um, when we talk about something like uh, Naughty in New Orleans, you have to tell people that you're interested in them and that you find them attractive or, or interesting and that you would like to spend more time with them privately. You Absolutely. literally have to say it. You cannot be coy because coy does not work in the lifestyle. Coy's mm, worked for me a couple times. <laughs> I'm just saying me. because I'm freaking awkward. I got to learn how to close the deal and not be weird. Right. Because only weird's only charming like half the time. Ah, uh, well, yeah, so that was a big one. But uh, what about you? I mean, what are, I mean, coming out of 19 and going into 2020, what questions do you think that you have? Anything else? Well, I just wanted to, you know, I wanted to have a conversation with you at the end of this and ask you, like, you know, we just talked about our goals. Mm-hmm. What if they're different? And, and some of them really are. Mm-hmm. How do we achieve them together? You know, and, and what, what can we do to like support each other in that? Well, I think uh, once we've got the goals out in the open, uh, like we tell people all the time, we need to communicate those goals and make sure we're on the same page and be honest when we need help, right? I mean, I think uh, a great example would be when you were open to the single guy thing, but you really didn't know how to to tee it up, you know? And so I said, okay, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out and I'm going to pick three and you pick one and I will start the messaging. And if he's not a douchebag, and he's, he's, you know, he can put two words together and form part of a sentence, then, you know, I'll introduce him to you. And so I, I kind of enabled you, I felt like, and I think that's something that we can do is enable each other to reach those goals, support each other in reaching those goals, help each other uh, to help make those things happen for each other. I love that. I agree wholeheartedly. And something else I think we're able to do as we go into the new year is adapt, right? Because maybe at some point these goals change. Mm-hmm. Maybe they developed or they go away. You know, how do we create new ones and, and keep communicating and having those conversations and enabling, like you said, each other to mm-hmm. do that, even if they don't align? I would like to see us be shameless in our sharing of fantasy. Ooh, I like that. I would like, I think that will make a big difference as, as adaptations happen. If we're shameless in our approach to communication and just say, look, this is what it is. It's a thought that I had, and maybe it'll never be anything more than a thought, but I'm not going to hide it because I don't know how you feel about it. Fair enough. I will create more time to have more of those and share. Yeah. I think I, mean, I usually do that when I'm masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't, and just cause we have the, the conversation just cause we share the idea doesn't mean it has to happen, right? Because some things logistically 
are very difficult to do, but they make for great mm-hmm. fantasy. Yeah, fair so enough. I think that that's that's something. Um, what do you think is the best time to make time for these things? I mean, because we're busy. What do you mean, like in the day, in the week? Morning, week, night, I mean, on the road when we're traveling. You know, and that may be something we have to consider and have more conversations around. Like, is this something that we're going to incorporate? Because we have some pretty heavy travel schedules that don't include each other. It's separate travel. So maybe that's a conversation we start having is, is this an opportunity to, for one of us to get what we want that's on this list? I don't know. Or both. I think we need to have, I would love to have like a breakfast date with you Mm -hmm. once every other week. Right. Like pick like a Tuesday morning or something and just kind of do a check in and maybe, you know, every other week's too often or not often enough. I don't know. We'll have to gauge it. Feels like a New Year's resolution. So breakfast check in. Breakfast check in. All right. So now I think that you sex check in. (laughs) That's what we'll call it. Sex sex fist. Sex fist. Sex fist. fist. That'll be our meet and greet. Sex fest. (laughs) With bacon. (laughs) Now with bacon. And sausage. Lots of sausage. So, you know, I, I do think that uh, we just kind of opened the door for our listeners to ask us, um, hey, how are your sex breakfasts going? <laughs> but we'll uh, we'll try to do that and kind of keep communicating with you guys and letting you know how that communication of, of shameless fantasy goes for us because I think that's how we grow and I think that's how we learn what we want and that's how these goals adapt and change. And we'll have to go back. We're going to keep these notes over the year and go back in the end of 2020 and see how we did. We're going to give ourselves a report card at the end of 2020. There is no failing this. I just need you to know that. There is no I in team. (laughs) But there is me. There's a me. (laughs) (laughs) You're so fucked up. All right. We're going to get out of here and come back in a couple of minutes. We're going to come back with Mallory's Toy Box, where you're going to hear about a couple of toys. This is a joint toy box. Yeah, we're going to collaborate on this one. So it's going to be fun. Mallory, you want to tell people where to find us, and we'll be right back. Ah, they know who we are. We're Casual Swinger everywhere. Check the social media sites. Check all the, uh, you know, sexy dating sites. We're there. And if you want to reach out to us, it's podcast at casualswinger.com. Send us a note, send us your love. And if you really do love us and are enjoying the show, feel free to write a review on iTunes. We love those and appreciate them so much. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in just a minute. You've been listening to Casual Swinger. Welcome back one more time, everybody, to Casual Swinger. This is Mickey. And I'm Mallory. And uh, finishing up this episode of Damn, That Was Fast is an special. It's my box. No, your okay. box. That's right. Mallory's <laughs> box is right here for all of you. Opened. What's inside your I'm box, ready. Mallory? <laughs> pull it out. Um, so Ew. we're going to talk about a couple new toys that we tried recently. And it's been a hot minute since we've done cinema exploring in this area, you know, with busy with the holidays and whatnot. But I had a really great experience with a blush product hmm. that I wanted to talk about. So I got into the blush Aria Amplify. This is like the rabbit toy. And back in the day, I used to be a huge fan of the Doc Johnson rabbit. And... As I've come more into myself, I've noticed that the design of the rabbit, the old school one that Doc Johnson makes, it's very textured. And that's really not my bag anymore. That's just not something that I get a lot of pleasure out of. So this toy specifically has a smooth design with a slight curvature at the end of it. So it's insertable, submersible, and it's got the little rabbit uh, clit tickling ends on there, right? Yeah, so, it kind of looks like it's pointing at its face, like, look me in the A eyes. little bit, but here's the thing. Um, some of the rabbit-type toys that I've tried in the past either don't have, like, a, a the right curvature. I have to insert it so far before, like, I get to the end where, you know, the, the tickler is. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure it's got a more, like, sophisticated name than tickler, but for the purposes, here we are. Um, and it also at the tickler end, it has like the two little prongs, like rabbit ears, right? That are very soft. It's high quality, like uh, what is it called? Silicone. I'm gonna look it up now. Medical grade silicone. Yes, there you go. And I'm super sensitive down there, so I went out on a limb and I tried it without a condom on the insertable end, and 
totally fine. That's awesome. That's like. That's rare for you. That's super rare for me. Um, so they did a really great job at creating a high quality product here. But on the tickler end, there's this little ball nub that creates more of a deep rumbling effect than the vibration, mm. which I've come neat. to really, really enjoy. Like the womanizer mm-hmm. is more of a rumble effect than it is a vibration. Even in their description, they say deep rumbly vibration. Yeah, I could it, that's rumbly ex- in my tumbly. Perfect descriptor of this. And not always. You know, usually, when I masturbate, you know, it's clit and surrounding um, nerve endings is is where I get off. But occasionally, I want insertables, and this allows me to use only one hand versus two. Right? <laughs> sometimes I want to use two, but sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'd rather like squeeze my own boob or I don't know, scroll through porn with the other hand. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, super simple to use. And it's got the magnetic um, charging cable, which a lot of these toys have turned to versus the plug in USB. Um, really love that. And it charged fairly quickly. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things um, I've seen a lot of questions lately about charging cables. And I know WeVibe in particular has settled on a universal charging cable. So all yes, WeVibe I just has the read same that. charger. But I don't know if Blush has followed that yet. We need to look into that a little bit. I will look into that because this one's a little different. Most of the magnetic chargers are two prong. This is a single mm-hmm. prong magnet, um, which in a lot of ways is a little easier. Because you're, I'm always like, is it this way? And then it'll like flip because mm-hmm. it's opposing magnets and it'll well, flip on you. And, you know, Blush has a lot of neat stuff, but I would consider them to be more of a middle of the road line than, say, a WeVibe or a Womanizer fair or a Lilo. En- fair enough. But they've done a really great job at creating a high quality product at an affordable price. I agree. Right? Yeah, because this guy's only come in at about, what, 73, 74 bucks? Yep. Yep. Right around so, there. I mean, and at that price point. Uh, you know, that's that's pretty fantastic quality, I would yeah. say. Because yeah. the, the Doc Johnson Rabbit, when it first came out, was, what, 150 bucks? I think oh, what we easily. Paid for the and one. you're the one that bought me my first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I broke it. You did. <laughs> With They're only good for 100,000 miles. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the length of the actual shaft is about seven inches, but I, I did not have to insert the whole thing t- before the um, tickler got to my desired area. Um, it's only four inches insertable. Okay. So it, it's not a super deep toy, which for me, that's kind of perfect. And it it does, if I angle my, my hips just slightly, it hits that internal spot that's oh, like the money zone. Special spot. Yeah. Squishy spot. Yeah, it was great. It's only about maybe an inch and a quarter, inch and a half wide. Okay. Um, So it's not like super like... I don't know. You don't have to take, I didn't have to take a deep breath put it in, <laughs> to put it that way. But it's, it seems to be super portable too. So I think when the next time I travel, this is something I'm going to pack with me. Yeah. I've seen a lot lately with companies like blush and dorsal and fun factory that they have, uh, their designs are, I, they're a lot less, I don't know, realistic. They, they look more like sketches of cartoon characters than cock and balls with veins, right? I think they've realized that women don't need it to look like a dick for it to work and do what they want it to do. No, and I have to say I enjoy the pretty colors. Like, this one's a pretty aquamarine. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's right up my alley. I love all of my blues. Yeah, well, so, there you go. But it was also really quiet, totally waterproof. I could take this in the shower with me in the bathtub if I wanted to. I'm super easy to clean because of the smooth design. There's not a lot of cracks and crevices that you have to worry about. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times when it has a lot of texture to it, like I'm, you know me, I'm kind of a germaphobe. I want to make sure my shit's clean. So like I'm not in there with like a Q-tip trying to get like every crack and crevice to make sure it's completely sanitized. That's actually a brilliant thought. I didn't realize that maybe they were doing it to make them easier and more hygienic to clean. It could be. I don't know if that was intentional, but I I absolutely appreciate that about the product. Well, I'm looking at a page full of them on our website and they're they're all kind of have that same theme yes. going for yeah. them. So and I some think of that's them, brilliant. Yeah, have a texture, but they're rounded and smooth so you don't have, again, cracks and crevices. Hmm. I like which it. Which are not sexy. When no. You say it out the loud. word crevice is just not. <laughs> like, hey, you want to get up in my crevice? Uh, No. No. <laughs> just, well, <laughs> let's talk about your toy review. Okay. So our number one selling sex toy of 2019 on Casual Toys was the Fleshlight Quick Shot Boost. And yes, this is Mickey talking in Mallory's box. Uh, hello. 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 <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Anyone find my keys? <laughs> uh, but, you know, this particular device... 
Uh, we sold so damn many of them. We actually sold out of them during the Christmas season, and we had to get more in. Um, I want to say we sold like 36 of these. Wow. Which is nuts. Nice. We sold a ton of them. And it all started with Kate at, S- at SDU at Swing Down Under. She actually uh, put it in a newsletter that she put out to a bunch of their listeners. And we sold like five of them right out of the gate, which moved it into our website's hot seller section mm-hmm. because it was selling frequently. And so once it moved into our hot seller section, we just started selling a ton of them. That's awesome. Now, this was, I mean, her testimonial to it was used during a blowjob, right? Yes, that's yeah. exactly what she said in her newsletter was that this tool was ideal to be used during a blowjob. And so, of course, I got one in. I went ahead and bought one for myself. And it's really kind of a neat design, right? Because for being a fleshlight, and fleshlights have this long insertable kind of tube. It looks like a big-ass flashlight for all intents and purposes uh but this guy the fleck the fleshlight quick shot boost is actually shorter it's only about four and a half inches of insertable length and it's open on both ends it's very soft and the soft inside can actually be removed from the hard outer shell for washing cleaning turning inside out doing whatever you want to do with it um what i realized when i looked into this thing is it actually had a partner product initially that you could buy with it that was actually that would actually jerk you off which was yeah 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 Yeah, it looked like a like a spaceship that held this thing inside of it and it would jerk you off mechanically uh oh that's cool i think it ended badly because they don't sell it anymore (laughs) (laughs) but what they do sell is the quick shot boost which it's a masturbator i mean it's it's kind of neat, right? I mean, I'm a little thicker than average guy. Yeah, how did that fit for you? Uh, it was for being a girthy guy. Tight, you know, to be honest. It was, uh, you know, I, I've had friends that have gone to some of these passion parties and type things that have bought me the sleeves before, and they, they won't fit at all. I can't get it in. This guy, I was able to get it in. And the nice part is, you know, it comes with a packet of water-based lube to kind of incent you to get the right lube for this because if you try to do it with a silicone based or an aloe based lube it really doesn't work very well because they dry out right but the water-based lubes or the stroker lubes tend to work a little better with it uh it is intended uh for you to be able to penetrate all the way through and come out the other side which makes for some interesting opportunity to use it in partnership with your with your you know partner or your friends or i don't know whip it out for neighbors i don't know whatever you want to do with it but you can actually use it in the you know act of giving a blowjob, which, I mean, I haven't personally experienced it yet, but I think, you know, today is is young. I was going to say, is that an offer? Because I may accept. That's a request. Uh, But it is is really cool, and and it felt amazing. Uh, You know, not as good as Mallory, but it was maybe the next best thing. Uh, Really just kind of a, a nice experience and a neat way to kind of enjoy private time in a different way and uh it, it was easy to grip i didn't lose grip on it it was it was very easy to use and uh you know I, I think people would say it does the job now my favorite thing about this particular product is i was looking around when i was creating the page for it and there is a blog out there called things my dick does oh my gosh so we have been huge fans of things my dick does does for for many many years and we've shared it with friends and one of my funniest experiences with it is a friend of ours thought it was your dick at first yeah and i was like that's cute actually you guys do have similar shaped dicks but it's utterly hilarious um it's a guy and it's his little dude and him and their experiences and travels and he puts faces and outfits on it and it's fantastic and he does have a video review out there he does he has a use. video review of the quick shot so i reached out to him and i said hey would you mind if i posted that video on our site and he said hey man uh super cool i don't mind at all would you mind sending me one because i lost mine and i'm broken hearted over it so we went ahead and shipped him <laughs> one in exchange for putting this video on our page. But it's there. If you go to Casual Toys and look up the Fleshlight Quick Shot Boost, there's a video from Things My Dick Does. And I got to tell you, that guy's Tumblr blog, funniest shit I've ever read. Oh, my awesome. gosh. And now he's on Twitter pretty much exclusively because Tumblr got all weird. Yeah, yeah, with the privacy and, yeah. You got it. All that stuff. But that's two recommendations from us here at Casual Swinger. We talked about the Blush Aria 
Amplify. Amplify and Aquamarine. And Aquamarine. And <laughs> the Fleshlight Quick Shot Boost. Now, there's a lot of different types of those. There's the Fleshlight Vantage and the, and the Boost. And they're all kind of the same thing. But if uh, you want to check those out, you can check them out on casualtoys.com. And if you do go on casualtoys.com, make sure to use a coupon code and save yourself some money. For example, you could use coupon code RASCALS. Coupon code RASCALS will save you 20%. And, uh, Show how much you think that Rachel's Rascals are pretty cool. And those are the friends we travel to Hito with just in fear in February. So, Right on. Cool. Well, I think that's a wrap. That's for a us, wrap. You want to tell everybody how to leave us a review and tell them they love us? Yes. Thank you guys so much for all your support across 2019. We look forward to meeting more of you in 2020. If you'd like to get in touch with us, please reach out to us podcast at casualswinger.com. And like I said before, those reviews are amazing. They make our day. We're so appreciative of them. And if you, you have some love to give, please share it on iTunes. There you go. This has been our year in review. Damn, that went fast. You're still listening to Casual Swinger. Casual Swinger.